Today we have very special guest and good friend of the show, good friend of mine, Coach Dave Daubenmeyer, to talk about his recent appearance on this on Stephen Colbert's uh, uh, comedically lazy excuse for a late night show. All that and more on today's Peck Report. everybody hope you are doing well well uh Stephen Colbert was kind enough to give coach Dave a lot of free publicity so that was nice usually we, we get free publicity through right wing watch and uh other organizations like that that apparently enjoy our message so much that they're willing to put it out there for on their own channel for for everybody to see so that's great <laughs> so we're gonna have to give a special thanks to them uh so in today's show uh we we welcome on coach Dave Daubenmeyer uh, most of you are familiar with with who he is we have all of his information in the uh, in the interview, so you can go check him out. But he's one of the very few um, actual principled, strong pastors that's out there. We we just don't have that a whole lot anymore, unfortunately. And because of that, there's there's just a lot of weak leadership in Christianity, and weak leadership produces weak Christians. So. We, we now have an over-sexualized culture and uh, no one to really defend against it, except one, Coach Dave Dobbenmeyer. Of course, there's others, but today we have Coach Dave on. So uh, we're going to cut to that interview. Hope you enjoy this. Check this out. Coach Dave, how are you doing, my friend? Buddy, I'm doing, doing good right at it. Uh, been a crazy few weeks here on my end, as it is everywhere. You know, the world's getting crazier and crazier every day, so I guess we shouldn't be surprised by that. Yeah, no kidding. I, I've I've seen you've kind of uh, been making the rounds on some pretty uh, pretty mainstream news sources, or well, news sources if there's any such thing yeah. as mainstream news anymore. But uh, but so that that's actually kind of been cool to see. Before we get into it, uh, before we start, I have I have to give a, a a special shout out, a very special thank you to our very good friends at Right Wing Watch for all their oh. free publicity that they give us. I mean, <laughs> think about that valiantly out of the kindness of their own hearts and from their belief in what we're doing, they go out of their way to share clips of our videos to help spread our message. I mean, it's truly a wonderful thing. And, uh, you know, we owe them a debt of gratitude. And I'm sure they're going to be watching this video. Uh, they seem a little obsessed with you. Uh, they, they they follow my show, too. So uh, we'll, we'll just I got, we'll, we'll thank them. I got my own page there, Josh. I got my own page there, right? <laughs> when you watch, you know, and you, you know, you laugh about that. I, I ran into I was down to, at the uh, Virginia rally for guns mm-hmm. and uh, one of the hundred thousand people down there, although they told us it was like ten, there was a, there were a lot of folks there, and so I'm walking through the crowd, got my cross hat on. People always, I, you know, notice or identify me by the cross hat, and some guy yells out, "Coach Dave," and so I said, I went over, started talking to him. He's from Boston. I said, "Where did you find me?" What do you think he said, Josh? Right wing watch. That's he right. Said, go, he said, I go to right wing watch to find out who the good guys are, and he said, I always, always run into people there. So, tip of the cap to. To uh, Kyle and the guys at Right Wing Watch for all the free publicity. In fact, when I got on Colbert, think about that. Yeah, yeah, I was actually going to say we 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 got to thank Stephen Colbert as well for following the trend and giving you a ton of free publicity. Unbelievable! What would that have cost? You know, so that was one of the first things I thought about when you know nobody likes to be made fun of, right? Let's be honest, nobody likes to. That's why 
Saul Linsky's Rules with Radicals, he said that ridicule is our most potent weapon, right? right. Nobody likes that, Josh. So I sat there and watched them mischaracterize what I said. And they, yeah. you know, they did a little segment of a guy acting me out. And, and you know, you just got to swallow your pride. And, you know, you say, man, wow, what would that have cost? And what did they, what links did they go to to produce that, right? I mean, they put it. It, it's amazing, right? So, uh, oh yeah, and, and you know what, what was really telling about that too, and I, I, it's actually it's actually kind of refreshing to see, uh, you know, people on the left they, they are so transparent and they don't know how transparent they are to the rest of the country because they're out of touch. You know, they they mischaracterized something you said, and they actually they actually made it sound like there was a direct quote in there. But then when they showed video clips of things that you were saying, they didn't include the first thing that they said because you didn't. No, say that's it. right. That's right. <laughs> and so they, I, I went to an onslaught. Folks, for those of you who don't know, I made a video in my car. I walked outside my house, got in my car, and made a – we've all done it, right? Yep. Facebook video talking about the filth that happened at halftime of the Super Bowl. I said, I want to sue the NFL. I'm going yeah. to sue them for $368 trillion or some number I made up off the top of my head. Well, they're dumb enough to think that's the number that I'm going to sue them for, right? They, <laughs> They think I don't know anything about numbers. They they think I'm just some hilljack out here in, in Ohio. Really, that's how they view us, right? Oh, yeah. That's really how they view us. And so they think I'm really, really stupid, and they did everything that they could. But the media onslaught that came about as a video that I made in my driveway in my car. And I said, man, if you need more evidence of God, right there it is, buddy. Right that's there. Because right. could, I could have done anything and everything to try to drum up that attention. <laughs> No way that it could have possibly happened. I was on, I was on the homepage of Sports Illustrated and Time Magazine, and <laughs> and, and Josh, it wasn't even what I said. See, yep. they they all put on there that I said I was worried about losing my salvation. Well, I do a I do a daily show, mm -hmm. and so I was in on one of those monologues, one of those rants, and that was just one sentence that came out of my mouth about the whole thing. But that's what they decided they were going to pick up, and that's what they were going to run with in an attempt to make me look like a fool. So when it first all started, I thought, where is this stuff coming from? And then after about three days, I had it kind of figured out and got my got my game face on and fought back pretty good. Yeah, it really shows how far the culture has shifted towards this stuff because when you actually watch uh, the video, what you actually said, you know, what watch your video in context, you don't hold any extreme views that, that would, everything that you say would have been completely normal, like not that long ago. It actually kind of would have been boring not that long ago, you know? It's just That's normal, right. mainstream, just kind of conservative uh, thought. There, there's nothing flashy, nothing special to it. But because the culture has shifted so far, and because everything gets so misrepresented, it turned into this <laughs> big thing, and they would, be, they would be so shocked to find somebody like you, but they don't realize this is most of the country. For people who hadn't seen the video uh, what 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 did you say? Like, what was the original context? And then what, what did the media do to, to twist that? What did they say you said? Well, my whole point was this, Josh. First of all, I'm no prude. Mm -hmm. All right, brother? I'm no prude. I, I understand deeply the impact of pornography. So yeah. it's, not a la it's not a laughing matter to me, okay? I know, as you do, I know lives who've been destroyed by pornography. Marriages, yeah. right? Guys go to jail. This is not This is not a joke. And so I'm not a prude. I understand what's going on. But the argument that I made, which they took totally out of context, was how dare the NFL pump that stuff into my home without giving me fair warning, right? Right. I mean, I turned in to watch a, a football game and a, and a pole dance broke out at halftime, right? No warning. And, you know, we went to the FCC 
FCC website and checked out the FCC website, what they did, what the NFL did was a clear violation of FCC standards. Clear, no, no question about it. And so what they wanted to do, I think, Josh, I don't know, they wanted to get out ahead of the argument and make me look like a fool because I think maybe they thought maybe some pushback was coming from the FCC because that show, that was really over the line, man. Oh, that yeah. was really, really over the line, right? And then people... People aren't even smart enough to get upset. They said, "Well, they were they were celebrating the uh, the Spanish culture." Uh, Hispanic. I said, "What pole dancers? <laughs> that's what women. That's what Spanish women do. Pole dance? Are you kidding me?" I that's mean, really that it? that sounds racist. You know, I mean, if if, yes. you're gonna, if we're going to talk about racism, oh yeah, the Spanish culture—they're just all pole dancers. That sounds yeah. like they they project their own racism onto us and it doesn't stick when you look they at don't, it they don't they don't get it though do that they don't right. they don't get it and they don't understand it see so the point that i was making and the one i'm going to stick and i'm going to make this prediction josh i believe that we will never see something like that on halftime again i really i really believe that because i think there's enough people out there who are really upset about it and we really are in the process of bringing some legal action it's going to probably news will probably break this week on it but uh, the idea yeah. Not that they can't show that smut, although they shouldn't be able to, in my honest opinion. They shouldn't right. be able to do it. Pornography is not free speech. Right. But uh, the fact that they would pump it into my home without my approval. And all I said, it was funny because I went to my Facebook page the next day. And as you've seen many times on your Facebook page or others, sometimes there's a Facebook warning, isn't there? Yep. As a little thing says, click on this is mature or might be offensive. So Facebook puts a warning up over some of their stuff. But the NFL doesn't. The NFL doesn't say uh, uh, this material may not be suitable for children under the age of 12. How, what would have been so hard? That was my argument, Josh. That's, that's the only argument that I made. And uh, again, they tried to make me look like such a fool. And here's what happens. That's why I appreciate you giving me a chance to come on. Oh, yeah, anytime. We are so, our side, our mm-hmm. side, we're so gullible. Yeah. We're so gullible. And so here's what I know happened, which was exactly their design. The media on our side watched that video that they made of me, mm-hmm. and they didn't want anything to do with me, right? Yep. Going to make all of us look bad, when in fact, it wasn't what I'd said at all. And luckily, after three days of onslaught, I hadn't heard from any what I would call Christian or conservative media. Fox News gave me a buzz. Oh, yeah. said, hey, what were you really saying there? Can would you like to come on and talk about it? So I got a chance. Once I got on Fox News, then I was able to explain what was going on. And it's amazing how all of a sudden the left went silent. Once the word began to get out exactly what it was I was saying, they, they didn't want anything to do with it. And then the most amazing thing happened, Josh. I got uh, I, I got pounded with pornography. Mm. People sending me pictures of erect penises. I'm Josh, mm-hmm. I'm talking scores of them. You, you, you just couldn't believe it. Jeez, and sick I thought, people. So, well, I, you would have to ask yourself, why would what would compel somebody to do that? Simply because I did not want that to be get, put, in a, put in front of the eyes of young people or mm-hmm. recovering sex addicts who might be watching mm-hmm. the Super Super Bowl as well. What is it that, that motivates it? And I talked to one of my good friends who's a former uh, transgender, believe it or not, lived 30 years as a transgender, and Jesus pulled him out of that lifestyle. And he said, oh, coach, you have to understand that that whole homosexual mafia agenda is to destroy the minds of normal thinking men. That's what they yep. have to do. So they have to defend pornography because it's all one big glob. They all work together. And then then I began to understand a little bit better what was 
going on. I couldn't, I couldn't figure out the, the attack from the homosexuals because it was an onslaught, brother. It really was. Yeah, and they are going after our kids, and that's why they're, they don't have any interest in putting those warnings up, even though, you know, if, if we have, like, a, an anti-abortion uh, video or something, Facebook will, blo- will block it and say, you know, this is, this is offensive. Even, even if it's just text, even if it's not a picture, but it's just text. Stating right. the fact, you, you know, how, how millions of uh, aborted babies every year, uh, that sometimes will, will get censored as well. In fact, uh, ju- just recently, and they'll, they'll go out of their way to, ma- to make up stuff because they can't get us on legitimate reasons. That's so right. Make That's right. I just got banned from YouTube. So I don't even know, like this interview, we're probably going to have to put it on one of our other platforms. It's definitely going to be at dailyrenegade.com. So if you guys are watching it on the website and you're not a member yet, become a member. Uh, it's important. But we, we got banned on YouTube because YouTube tried saying that we are selling illegal drugs, which <laughs> obviously there's no proof of that. There's nothing like that. You know what we have? We have uh, CBD and T-shirts. That's what we have, <laughs> all of which are completely legal. And They're all, uh, they're all pot smokers anyway, aren't they, Josh? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> the worst that they could say is, because uh, we do Kratom too, the worst they could say is like, well, in a couple of states, Kratom is banned. All right, well, what about in a couple of states, marijuana is legal, yet you have all of these pro-marijuana, yeah. and we're not, we're not even, like, that gung-ho about it, but it, it, it's ridiculous. So the, 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 the banning stuff is absolutely real. They're trying to silence our voices, and the only way they can do it, because they can't fight us on logic, they have to mm-hmm. make up stories like this. They have to say, I'm selling illegal drugs, or they have to say that the Super Bowl made you horny or whatever they said on Colbert, and, and, yeah, and you're mad about it. <laughs> So, so what is uh, what what is going on with the lawsuit? Is is that is that moving forward? Is there uh, yeah, news? On it really it really is. It's really really convoluted because where do you start? Who ultimately is responsible for that? Right? Was it the NFL? Was it uh, uh, the FCC for permitting it? Was it Pepsi for sponsoring it? Was we we did some research and we found this out. We we got a hold of the NFL and we said, uh, who's responsible for the halftime show? Mm-hmm. Interesting, right? Yeah. Who decided that? And they said, well. That's always the purview of the host city. Mm. So the city of Miami is the one that was responsible for that halftime show, trying to, what, uh, Hispanic culture, I guess is what they were trying to say. So they come into the whole thing as well, right? So we have to ask ourselves as, as we begin to move forward on this, on this litigation, where do we begin? By the way, Josh, mm-hmm. the number of people that we heard from say, go get him, coach, is astounding, right? Yeah. People are so sick of this kind of stuff that's that, that's going on. So we're in. We are right now. Uh, our attorneys. By the way, uh, I want to thank a lot of people. We ask we ask a thousand people to send us fifty bucks. We didn't get that much yet, but that's what we've been asking people. Give us fifty thousand dollars, and we can really begin to wage war. Well, we raised enough that we got. I've got lawyers who are uh, currently at work on it, and they said, "Hey, you know." We're going to send one to every NFL team because yeah. this was an NFL production, right? Ultimately, Josh, Josh, I don't think I'm going to get $363 trillion, <laughs> but uh, one of the goals that we're going to have is that this never happens ever, ever again. Yeah, exactly. Now, my, and even though, my, yeah, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> my wife said something to me that was really kind of profound, you know. She said, uh, honey, she said, I wonder how many little girls were molested by their brothers. Yeah. As a result of having watched that, right? Figure you got a 12-year-old brother, a little 8-year-old sister, right? Playing doctor, whatever. Yeah. She says the damages from that is, is we'll never know. In fact, that's one of the things that the attorneys said 
uh, how do we measure damages? Mm -hmm. How do you really, because they're probably in the future, aren't they, Josh? Yeah, exactly. The damages are probably in the future. So it's really, really tough. But we are, we, we will come out with something this week, uh, the first shot across the bow, and we'll see what happens. Where can people go to help if they want to uh, help contribute? Then go to my website, Coach Dave Live. I'm Coach Dave, and I'm live. CoachDaveLive.com. There's a little donate button there if they they want to do that. And you know, there's no nobody big behind. I mean, it was Josh. This is just it's just been amazing, right? Mm -hmm. But I, I believe that little folks like us, mm -hmm. we we can make it. We can make a difference. Oh yeah. And my my heart's cry. I really, I said, you know, I cried out. Where's Franklin Graham? Where are where is the American Family Association? Where is focus on the family? Hey Josh, we can win this one, dude. This one can be so easily won. Do you know why? Do you remember back in 2004 when Janice Jackson, Janet Jackson had the uh, mal, yeah. uh, wardrobe malfunction? They showed her boob, right? Yep. Remember that? Did you know that the FCC fined the NFL a half a million dollars? That's 14, 15 years ago. Yeah. So the precedent is already there. This is the second violation for the NFL. And all we need to do is do what Gideon did. Shine <laughs> a little bit of light, make a little bit of noise, right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. And, and yeah, because the, these guys, these people in power, many of them, most of them, I, all of them probably, they're wusses. They crumble. They get they get a thousand tweets like a, a, a mega company will get a thousand tweets from some people and they'll totally change the rules. Look, look at how many times Starbucks has caved to the mob, you know, oh, but, yes. but they don't do that with conservatives because we typically don't mob like that. You know, we we, we take a more reasoned approach. We're usually like, you know, we want to be left alone, do whatever you're going to do, but just leave me out of it. But the problem is they're not leaving us out of it. They're pulling us no. into their into their insanity. So it, you're, you're absolutely right. It can be one because it doesn't take much to knock these giants over. Just a little bit of effort, a That's little right. bit of pushback, and they'll fall. So you know, you know, you know enough about me, Josh, to know that uh, that is what I do, right? Yeah. I come. I, I tell people I'm a fire starter. Yeah. I mean, it's what it's what I do, and I go out and I try to, you know, I try to be the first guy on the front lines, and I like try to throw a dart and start a fire, and then pray that somebody bigger comes along behind me and, and picks it up or supports us or, or whatever we do, and that's really what we did here with the NFL. And as of yet, you know, the big ones focus, uh, focus on the family, family research council, they, they, have, they haven't come out swinging yet. And this is a clear victory that we could win. That's what, that's some of my greatest frustrations. You know, if we, if we watch, all we have to do is watch how the other side plays the game. Yeah. And you were saying it earlier, right? They do boycotts, they come out and they hold signs, they do all that stuff. And we watch our guys fold like cheap suits, right? Yep. Well, why, why can't we, what is wrong with us that we can't play the same way, right? Exactly. Two sets of rules. And, you know, I'm an old football coach. I don't like that two sets of rules. I like a referee calling them straight for everybody. Yeah. But it's not necessarily the referee. It's us. We're not even doing anything that he can throw a flag on the other side. we got to get off the bench for them to be able to throw some flags. So. Yeah, uh, we're aggressively going after trying to do the best we can. Man, that's that's so good to see because one of my biggest problems with the Christian church today, and, and even on the political side, a lot of conservatives, but in the Christian church, um, is is uh, this this. Uh, well, what do you call it? This weakness, this wussiness, this pacifism. This, pacifism. Yeah, yeah, pacifism. Yeah, exactly. Yes. It's it, it, it's like where did this come from? We're so worried about offending somebody yes. because we might be banned on YouTube. Who cares? You know, if you, if you have videos that are good enough, people are going to go watch them wherever you put them. But we're so we're so worried about like there are Christians that won't even share the gospel even at their own place of business because they're, they're worried that they might get in trouble. If you lose your job over it. 
you're not losing your life. I mean, the, the very first Christians lost their lives spreading the sure. gospel, but you can't, you can't take a risk and share. Like the pacifism is just insane because people, I think it comes out of selfishness. People don't want to be bothered. They want to live their own lives. Uh, and they're, and they're, they're too scared of offending people. It makes me wonder how strong is your faith if you're, if you're feeling like that. But, you know, that, that's why I think we need, we really need more fire starters like you, because like you said, uh, you know, your, your hope is that you, you can start a fire and then somebody else bigger or somebody else that's in a, a better position to do more can. And that's exactly how we got Trump with people like you starting those fires and, and showing yeah. that there is a need for a strong leader that's going to stand up for the, the, the correct view on things, for, for I, I, conservative values. I think it's a great misteaching in the church as well, Josh. And uh, I, I like to trip people up with this one. I say the old line, love the sinner and hate the sin. <laughs> I mean, that sounds Christian, but, you know, Gandhi said that. Jesus yep. didn't say that, right? Exactly. <laughs> and so, so we've, we've bought this idea that we're supposed to be nicer than Jesus. I said, so I was sharing on my show the other day. I did a little show five days a week. And so I was sharing, so you guys want to be like Jesus? You want Jesus to be your model? And I turned to, turned to Matthew 24, is it, where Jesus rides, uh, 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 gets after the Pharisees and the Sadducees, calls them white and sepulchers, full of dead men's bones and all corruption, lock up the kingdom of God, don't go in yourself, nor do you let anybody, you brood of vipers, you snakes. <laughs> I said, I'm going to act like Jesus a little bit. I'm going to do that. Because, I, listen, there's a real difference in these two things, Josh. Mm -hmm. We have focused so much in Christianity on the individual sinner. Yeah. And thank God I'm a sinner saved by grace. Thank God I'm not what I used to be. Same right? here, yeah. Praise, praise the Lord. I understand this gospel thing. I understand it. Mm -hmm. But there are elements of the lost world. Let's say the homosexual world, the, yeah. the, the homosexual mafia, mm -hmm. who are right now trying to dress up as transgenders, transgenders, go into public libraries mm -hmm. and lure young children into that lifestyle. We know that's what's going on, right, Oh, Josh? yeah, and they are luring them into the, the, that lifestyle. One of the most popular kids in America right now is, is a, a drag star, the Desmond is Amazing kid. And that's that, right. I, that kid's abused. That, that is child abuse. I saw a video on, uh, that went viral on Twitter just the other day, and it was, it was a, a, a little girl, just, just a little five, six years old maybe, at one of the, and, and this man dressed up in drag, uh, in drag, uh, you know, wearing really short, short, showing his legs and everything, like crawling suggestively to it's her. Like, and it was, Yeah, it was sick. And I'm thinking, oh, my gosh. Yet these same people that support this, they'll say, well, you know, like beauty pageants for kids is creepy. Okay, why not hold that same standard then for this kind of stuff? You know, why, why, when, it, when, it's, when it's like a, a boy doing it, what, what's the difference? Like, if you're against that, how could you possibly be in support of this drag queen stuff and, and, and putting that in front of kids, you know? Well, but here's, here's the dilemma we run into, Josh. Mm -hmm. Jesus said this, it would be better for you to put a millstone around your neck and throw, be thrown into the deepest part of the ocean than to mislead even one of these little ones who believe in me. That's right. So here's the dichotomy that we have. Here's the problem that we have. We all want to see the sinner saved. Yeah. Right? But in my desire to see the sinner saved, am I going to sit around and watch Jesus said that the, the scripture said that God hates all workers of iniquity? Mm -hmm. Am I going to sit around because I want this 
vile homosexual to be saved, am I going to sit around and let him influence children? Right. No, 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 no. That's right. not the gospel, folks. If you that's think right. that's the gospel, you got it wrong. I'm going to go over and do what Jesus said. I'm going to stamp on his throat and then get him to repent and come to Christ. That's the way this thing ought to work, right? Right. Not, not allow him to destroy kids while I pray he comes to Jesus. No, it's the fear of the Lord that is the beginning of wisdom. Mm-hmm. So the confusion in the church is, are we to love them? Or rebuke them. Which are we supposed to do? And if we rebuke them, we're being mean and harsh and unloving, right? Mm. Well, Jesus said, Paul actually, have nothing to do with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. Rescue those who are unjustly led to slaughter, right? (laughs) Come to the aid of the women and children in their time of need. And when some kid is in the, is in the, the library and some pedophile is trying to lure him in, I think that's a pretty good time to come to Zay, don't, don't you think, Josh? <laughs> yeah, I mean, definitely. And, and, I mean, and it all comes back to to, to this, this misunderstanding of what love is. Like, our culture yes. has twisted that word around. For one thing, we shouldn't have just one word for it. There's a lot of different versions of love. Greek had four. Right. In, in the Greek language, there's four uh, words for it. Uh, Hebrew, I forget how many, but it's more than one. And uh, But in English, we just have one. And on top of that, because this is what the left does, the left has redefined what love actually means. Love, lo- love today means you just let anybody do you just you just accept them for who they are right now that is evil that is hate i would i would suggest because if you love somebody just the way they are now you are taking away their their opportunity to improve to learn anything new i mean you're keeping them stupid you're keeping them in bondage you're keeping them evil just so you feel better about yourself you know what we call love in our culture today it's really self-love it's self-godhood true biblical love is strong. It's not this 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 weak wussy kind of stuff that we see today. It it, it, it it's strong. It's difficult. It means sometimes yeah. you're gonna have to in in love, but you're gonna have to go to your brother in Christ and say, "Look, I really care about you. You're sinning, and I I, I want I want to see you do better for yourself because you know you 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 have Jesus just like I do, and you can do better than this. And you know, iron sharpens iron. That's what it's supposed to be about. It's not supposed to be just this. This feel-good community where we just let everybody do whatever they want because that is how we got the culture that we live in now. Yeah, because, because nobody's standing up for anything. Our, our job, Josh, is to protect the innocent, exactly. right? Exactly. Yep. Protect the innocent. Now, I, I get in discussions with people all the time. They say, well, God loves everybody. God so loved the world. I said, well, he didn't love Esau. Right. Jacob, I've loved Esau. I've hated, right? Mm-hmm. It says in Psalm uh, 11, I think it is, God hates all workers of iniquity. What? What, 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 do you, what do you mean? Well, see, we have, as you said, the, when God said he, when people say God loves everybody, I use this example. Mm-hmm. I love my neighbors. I don't even really know them. You know yeah, what I'm same here. Yeah, but, I love them. I don't want to talk to them. <laughs> I, have a, I have a general concern for them. You know, yeah. if their car breaks down, I'll go help them. If yeah. they, you know, I, I love them in that way. <laughs> yeah. But I don't love them the way I love my grandkids. Exactly. There's no comparison in those two things, right? <laughs> right. So when, God, when the word said that God so loved the world, it was a general concern. He has a general <laughs> concern for everybody. But when you receive him, now you become his boy. Yeah. That's a whole different form of it, isn't it? So yeah. we get those all confused and we don't understand. We just don't get it. The church doesn't get it, Josh. And mm-hmm. and uh, it's a great battle that we have to fight because we are the salt of the earth, aren't we? That's we right. are. And if, if, we, if we're if we not the sugar, we're not the molasses, <laughs> we're the salt. 
because sometimes it doesn't feel good, doesn't taste good. It's it's irritating. Well, and that That's brings what, up a good question too. Uh, with with the misrepresentation of Christianity we see in our culture, who who's really to blame? How much blame can we put on these these leftists or these non Christians, non believers? You know, the, and how much blame should be put on the Christian leaders who aren't who aren't aren't actually explaining what Christianity is supposed to be? Because m- many of them don't even know. That's right. And so as a result. We see people who are living out what I believe, a partial gospel. Maybe not a false one, but it's only part of it, right? It's only part of it. So if we look at God as a perfectly balanced, right? Well, he has to have love and he has to have hate. He has to have both, right? Mm -hmm. And a perfect balance. We don't get it, man. We think he's love, 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 love. And, you know, one of the, we do a lot of street ministry and I hear that all the time when I go to the street. They all know Jesus loves them. They've been singing that since they were four years old, right? <laughs> and for somebody else to come, try to come in and clarify that a little bit, yeah, 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 he does love you. But however, it also says that apart from Christ, the wrath of God abides on you. It's a, it's hard for us to understand, right? He loves us, yet the wrath of God. Josh, how about this one, where Jesus says, "In that day, many are going to come to me and they're going to say, Lord, Lord." Didn't we cast out devils and didn't we lay hands on the sick and see them recovering? Lord, didn't we do all these wonderful things in your name? Right. And what's he say? Depart from me. Mm-hmm. You who work iniquity, I never knew you. Yeah. That's something it's like LeBron we... James. I say it's like mm-hmm. LeBron James. Everybody knows who he is. Mm-hmm. Does he know you? Exactly. You don't That's know him on that personal it? level. Yeah, right. I mean, it even said, you know, even even demons know God exists. So just just knowing kind of generally of God is not it's not enough. Not it, it's it's in it's in what you do, and it's not a work salvation. But the work the works are the fruit of a true repentant, like true salvation. If if you well, it's like this. Like if I if I buy my wife flowers, it's because I it's because I love her. I don't buy her flowers so she'll stay married to me. You know, she's not <laughs> staying married because I bought her flowers. She's right. staying married to me because because I love her and. And she loves me, and and a gift like that is an expression of that love. It, it, that's the whole faith works thing. And then, and then on top of that, the, the wrath thing, because a lot of people in our culture don't understand, like how can a loving God do this or that to people? And it's like, well, that that would be like on a on a lesser scale. That would be like saying, you know, how can a loving father, like how can how can a good dad ever punish his his child? You know, how, how could he ever cause any kind of discomfort to his child? How, how could he how could he send his child in a corner and make him just stand there not doing anything? Because he's trying to teach him. He's, he's trying to teach him things. And that, that was one of the things that I had to learn uh, when I really got serious about my Christianity. There was a lot of stuff God had to teach me, and it was not comfortable. But it was for uh, it was for. My, my my betterment, you know. It, it, I mean, I'm a I'm a totally different person now than I used to be, Amen. and I thank God for it. Well, let's think about this because the same people will say, and I've heard the argument too from from non-believers. They say, "Well, if God's all powerful and God's all loving, how could He let that happen?" Right? They love to say that. Yeah. And I say, "Well, you know what? It's happening because." You're telling me that other guy's one of God's children, yeah. right? So, so God created his kid. He's going to beat up on his on his other brother. Well, you know, there's, there's a little bit of truth in there, but that's not where it is, right? There's, there's some dark influences at work here that you guys aren't picking up on. And again, Josh, I think it comes back to the just a lot of misteaching inside the church. People not really truly understanding. That says in in uh, Genesis four when Adam and Eve fell, or 
Eve, Eve was de- Eve ate the apple, and Adam was de- Eve was deceived. Adam fell, uh-huh. and he says, "What? I'm going to put enmity between the seed of the serpent and the seed of the woman." Said, "All right, buddy." War just broke out here, all right? <laughs> From now on, it's going to be God's family against the devil's family, and it's going to be an eternal struggle, and that devil's going to be taking cheap shots and doing everything I can, he can. But we who dwell in the secret place of the Most High abide under the shadow of the Almighty, and we put on the full armor of God, and we fight back. See, we don't have that idea of good versus evil actually playing out in front of us and that's part of that battle. Yeah, exactly. And and you know, again, if we if we don't fight that battle, if we just take the stance of, well, I just want to stay home. I don't I don't want to be bothered. I don't want to bother anybody. I just want to live my life. If we take that stance, we're doing mm. God a great disservice because now in such a short amount of time, we have a culture that celebrates almost with a religious fervor uh, a a presidential candidate pulling a 9-year-old boy on stage so the 9-year-old can come out as gay. What does a 9-year-old know anything about sexuality to, to begin and with then, i mean it, it, that 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 is a cultural thing that that is a that is a a, a trend I, I don't know the kid or the kid's parents but i would right. i would be willing to bet that the kid's parents in some way influenced that decision in their oh, child you don't think that was a setup exactly right? a nine-year-old kid's gonna get go talk, now, come come on right come on <laughs> All right, a special thanks to Coach Dave. Now, there is more to the interview. If you want to watch the rest of the interview, and I highly suggest that you do, if you want to watch the rest, you got to go be a member at dailyrenegade.com. Why are we charging you money uh, to to uh, view this, this interview and all of our shows? It is because YouTube cancels us. They ban our videos. They delete our videos. They've been doing it for over a year now. They will, they will just randomly delete a video, uh, and if... Because I record these ahead of time, I don't know for sure if we even have a YouTube channel anymore. Uh, It's not going to be long before our YouTube channel is deleted completely and we lose everything. So uh, the way that we mitigate against that is we created Daily Renegade, which is a central hub for all of our videos. You get all the full versions. Now, to do something like that is incredibly expensive. And because of that, we charge memberships. Now, what you're seeing here, if you're seeing this on some social media site... You're seeing a free preview. That's what you're getting. It's sort of like a movie trailer, but a lot longer. So we actually do give you a lot of free content. But for the whole thing, for the full video, you got to be a member at dailyrenegade.com. You cannot find these videos anywhere else. We have over a dozen shows now, uh, and and we have more coming. And uh, for the full versions of all of them, just go to dailyrenegade.com. For as little as $10 a month or $100 a year, you can become a member today. You can help us fight against YouTube censorship. The way we fight against that is we build our own thing and we run YouTube into the ground. That's the way to do it. We should, we as Christians should not be dependent on these uh, satanic organizations and companies such as YouTube and Facebook and Twitter anyway. You know, we shouldn't be reliant on them. If we can use them for good, then sure, but to rely on them is a problem. And so the, the whole business model of Daily Renegade is to get out from under the boot of YouTube. Uh, now... Most of our traffic comes from YouTube right now, so it, it's it's a problem if and when we get deleted. So we are on some alternate platforms. You can find information about that at dailyrenegade.com. But again, the best way to support us, the best way to get our videos is to go to dailyrenegade.com. Even if we get kicked off of YouTube, we will still find a way to offer you free versions, and you can, you'll be able to find those at dailyrenegade.com. We even have the free YouTube versions on the website. The website, they can't touch. 
Um, if we use their service like YouTube, they are free to delete our videos and do whatever they want. But the website, we own it. It is ours, uh, and we can do whatever we want with it. So with the website, that is a safe haven for everything that we do. No censorship. Uh, it, it's just the, the, the pure videos for, for what they are, how they were created. And uh, so we're, we're adding new shows all the time. But, again, so you want to check out the rest of Coach Dave's interview because there's some really good information uh, and as you can imagine, as you can imagine, YouTube isn't going to allow this stuff anyway. So um, if we're not deleted, this free preview that you've already been able to enjoy, maybe if YouTube has allowed it thus far, uh, probably will get us deleted. So, But look, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not worried about it. The Lord is leading this, and uh, we're not going to let bullies like YouTube get us down. We're not going to let them stop us. So again, the whole video... The entire video is at dailyrenegade.com. YouTube can't touch it there. They can't delete it there. It is there for you. Dailyrenegade.com, $10 a month or $100 a year. Get the $100 a year because then you get two months for free, which is a great deal. You only got to pay for it once, and then you don't even have to think about it until Trump is uh, till after Trump is reelected. So he, he'll be well in his second term before you have to, before you have to uh, pay again. So make sure you do that. Also, now is the time to do it because I can't promise that new members Memberships are going to stay at that price. Now, if you're already a member, if you're an existing member, it's going to be $10 a month or $100 a year if you're an existing member. I'm going to do everything in my power to make sure that price does not go up. But the price for new memberships might have to increase. It, it, a lot of it depends on YouTube. I explained it in a previous video. Uh, but it's just when we don't have the traffic that we get from YouTube, we have to supplement that somehow. And again, this is a very costly pursuit just to be able to have the freedom to say whatever we want to say and preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. Just to have that freedom, it, it is very costly costly to do so. So we rely on your memberships uh, to do it. I would much rather rely on you guys and your memberships than uh, YouTube, because if we don't create quality content, you then you don't buy memberships, and fair is fair. Then uh, there's nothing wrong with that. Then that, that's great. So through your memberships, that, that really motivates us to make sure that we're giving you good quality um, content that you can enjoy and that you can learn from. Uh, it really motivates motivates us to do that. So, uh, so uh, again, get get it now because I can't promise that price is going to stay the same. But if you do get it now and you do become a member, that price will stay the same for you. It just won't be for uh, new members. Uh, may, maybe not. We're we're, we're going to see how it goes. While you're there, you're going to want to uh, stock up on some things. So if you are a chronic pain sufferer like me, and we have all this at DailyRenegade.com, it's a very top of the homepage, easy to find. But um, you, you, if you're a chronic pain sufferer like like me, you either know about Kratom or you will know about Kratom because uh, this Kratom is the answer to the opioid epidemic. I, I, I personally got off of opioids and started taking Kratom a few years ago, and it's been amazing. I mean, it, it really changed my life. I got my life back through it. Um, the, the same could happen for you. I say could because everybody's different and, you know, I can't make any promises, but, uh, there's, there's, there's hope. So dailyrenegade.com. Listen, you're going to want to stock up on this stuff because of all the coronavirus hysteria that's around. People are buying this up like crazy. And if you wait, you're going to have a hard time finding a good source of Kratom because there's a lot of garbage Kratom out there, but, uh, people are buying it up because of the hysteria. So you, you want to get this and you want to get a lot of it. It stays good for a really long time. So worst case scenario, 
you buy it and then you just have some extra there there's kratom that i still have from two three years ago that i'm still taking and it's fine it stays good for a long time you keep it just in a cool dark dry space uh i i put mine in mason jars and i just put them in a cupboard and no problems haven't had any issues with it so um but you you want to stock up because we don't know what's going to happen with all this hysteria and you might not be able to get it especially if this is something that you rely on like i do if this is something that that you need to be able to get through the day you don't want to be without it you don't want to have to try to try to try to you know survive and figure something else out because it, there might not be anything available and you definitely don't want to get back on opioids uh that that stuff is awful and it kills so many people so um Co- coastline kratom is great uh, dailyrenegade.com we offer it there there's also tropic health kratom um you can get it from both sources tropic health you can pay with a credit card coastline kratom you got to set up a Pay account through their website it's super easy but uh tropic health with the credit card is great they're both really good tropic health also has cbd and then we also have um, CBD Pure and CBD Pets. CBD is another thing that you, you're going to want to stock up on, and uh, so make, make sure you do that. Again, DailyRenegade.com, and we're doing everything we can to get bring you some more, um, uh, more, more, more preparedness stuff. More, sur- I, I, I almost shudder to say survival stuff because there, there's a stigma around that. We're not talking about doomsday proper stuff where you got to live in a bunker for the next 20 years. Just, we're not, we're not, ta- we're not saying be hysterical, you know, but be safe, be prepared. You never know what's going to happen. Uh, it doesn't really matter with, with the preparedness stuff. It doesn't really matter if the coronavirus is as bad as they say it is. Even if it, 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 it the fact is that people believe it is, and they're reacting to that. They're reacting to that belief. They're they're buying up food. They're buying up all this stuff. So you want to get this stuff now. Um, at the time of this recording, I'm working on getting you some uh, preparedness food that'll be really good. By the time you're viewing this, it should be on DailyRenegade.com, um, and you're, you're going to want to get some of that too because. There, there are already quarantine zones. I mean, there's already stores that have that have been emptied um, because because of the hysteria. It might not even be because of the virus itself, but the hysteria around it. Uh, that's that's what you got to look out for, and you don't want to be left without any way to buy food. You know, if they close down your road or something, you want to you want to make sure you at least have a couple of months worth of supply. I I I would say. You know, just to be on the safe side, if you can do it, go for it. Get get a year supply of things. I, I personally, I think that's the best way. You got to take care of yourself. You got to take care of your family. Uh, and the worst thing that happens if you get a year supply and you only need it for a week, well, you got some extra food. The stuff stays good for a long time. You're go- you're going to eat it. You're going to go through it. Uh, so you don't have to go grocery shopping for a little while. You know, so that that's the worst thing that happens. Um, and, and and don't don't let this this optimism bias that we all have you know we 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 all kind of we all we all kind of look at look at the bright side of things sort of we we it's called opti- optimism bias it's it's all, most humans have it it's it's where you just expect everything's going to be okay well that wouldn't happen to me because it's never happened before you know we learn from our own experiences don't don't let that that everybody who has not been prepared but has needed it has had that optimism bias don't let that dictate what you're going to do be prepared it's the smart thing to do it's the mature thing to do it's the right thing to do um and you can 
you can do all that at dailyrenegade.com. We also have colloidal silver. Uh, people use it. They, they say it has great immune-boosting capabilities, so you can do that, and you can uh, use it to clean in your house so you don't have to have all, all these carcinogens in these, um, in, in these uh, household products, cleaning products. You can use this stuff, and it's great. It's the number one rated pure colloidal silver. Uh, and you can find that at dailyrenegade.com. So go to dailyrenegade.com. Look for all of that stuff. We will have it linked there and much more. Okay, so uh, become a member, and you can view the rest of Dave Daubenmeyer, Coach Dave's uh, interview. You're going to want to see it because he, he has some really, really cool stuff to say. And for everybody else, once again, please consider becoming a member. Um, if you're not a member already, then we're going to say goodbye to YouTube, Facebook. Well, I don't even think we're on YouTube at this point. But, uh, uh, again, uh, Facebook and everywhere else, um, please consider becoming a member. And members, hang on the line. Everybody else, thank you so much. Take care. God bless. All right, members only, thank you so much for being a member and for supporting what we do here. Um, I, I genuinely mean it. Really love you guys and really appreciate it. I've got some cool stuff. So uh, before we get to the rest of the interview, um, shortly I'm going to, and I'm, I'm just, I'm just going to do it in the members only section at first, but uh, I'm doing pre-interviews for a new documentary that I'm working on for Defender Films. And I've talked a little bit about it in the members only sections of my PEC reports, but I haven't said too much because it's still too early and it's a really dangerous topic because there there are people who have been killed for talking about this stuff um and you know i i've been i've been warned more than once that that i need to watch my back if i'm going to get into this area of research but uh, i have been doing pre-interviews with uh guests that will be in the documentary and I've been recording those pre-interviews, and I have been getting permission from each of the guests to use clips of those, uh, clips of those interviews. So in, in the lead up to the movie, so uh, I'm going to do that in the members only section coming up soon. Don't know exactly when, uh, but we have some great guests uh, coming up, and y- some names you will recognize, some names you might be surprised by, some names that you might not be familiar with yet, but uh, some very very good solid information uh and you're you're going to want to check that out so stay tuned to peck report thank you for your membership please stick with us um and if you have any questions or concerns you can send a contact form on the website if there is something that's glitchy on the on the website uh or something that needs to be improved or if you're considering canceling for some reason um let us know ahead of time because maybe it's something we can fix. Maybe it's something we can work on with you. We w- we would love to keep you uh, as a member if, it, if if cancellation is something you're considering. So, uh, okay, without further ado, let's get back to the rest of our interview with Coach Dave Dibin, uh, Daubenmeyer. Excuse me. Check this out. I'm one of these harsh guys, jo- Josh, and this is why sometimes – even Christians are uncomfortable with me, but I think we have to, we have to make it what it is, right? Yeah. We have to make homosexuality unthinkable, brother. Right. It has to be unthinkable, right? Yeah. And so when I say to people, you mean to tell me you're going to have those, uh, the president of the United States, pardon me for your audience. No, that's fine. And, and his spouse having sodomy, sodomy in the white house that's okay with you Mm -hmm. the head of this country are you kidding me yeah and so it it makes them uncomfortable right i said stop and think what they do Mm -hmm. not who they say they are 
Think about what they do in darkness, right? And the Lord told us, Paul told us, some of the things that they do in darkness don't even speak about, right? Right. And and we want to allow a guy to be openly and honestly considered to be president of the United States who engages that that behavior. We're lost folks, aren't we, Josh? Oh, we are totally. Lost and, group, man. Yeah, and it's because it's because Christians have become complacent, and then the ones, I, 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 you know, a lot of it is is you know this happened a couple of decades ago. Well, really, it was before that. You can you can really track it back to the beginning of time, but but we don't, we don't have to go that far. Uh, but you know, this just happened a couple of decades ago, where where the, the this this homosexual stuff started really getting accepted more in the culture, and it was because. Christians didn't have any good arguments against it. They, they a lot of times would say, because the Bible says. Fine, fair enough. It absolutely does say. But, but to somebody who is not a Christian or an atheist, they're not going to recognize that authority. So no. that, that's what they would do. They would just make fun of the Christian. The Christian would back down and crumble because, unfortunately, that's what we Christians tend to do sometimes. A lot of times, way too <laughs> most often. Most times. Yeah, most times. <laughs> and because of that, we, we handed them the culture. We said, well, here you go. You know what? We don't have a good argument against it. So I guess you, you, we're not going to agree with it, but you can just have it. And then look. Look at what they've done with that so-called freedom. Look at what they've done with it in such a short amount of time. A yes. nine-year-old on national TV is coming out as, as gay without having any idea what that really means. He's nine. How long did it take then, Josh, to get us from uh, Lawrence v. Texas, 2000, mm-hmm. right? Yep. To the, to the legalization of homosexual marriage. That didn't take long, did it? It went really, really oh, yeah. fast, buddy. Yeah. Really did. And it happened again because we bought the lie, all of them. Everything the devil teaches us is a lie. They're born that way, right? right. Why would God make somebody uh, born that? Nobody would choose to do it on and on and on and on and on. And so the battle line is over the truth. Yep. And because we no longer can defense it, like you said, you just can't say, well, the Bible says so, right? Yeah. That, that, that doesn't fly. I quit doing that with people. Yeah. I try to win the secular argument first, right? Yeah. And, and they and, say, well, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, and, and if we really believe in God's truth, there should be arguments like that. There should be. Like, like, like you know, they say, well, they're, they're not born that way. For one thing, there's no way we can prove that. But even if that's true, even if, okay, they're, they're, they're born that way, they had no control over it. All right. I was born with a genetic pre- predisposition to alcoholism. Does that mean it's okay for me to become an alcoholic? I, I, was, I was born with a, uh, a, a rare degenerative bone disease. Does that mean my bone disease is just by nature good and mm-hmm. of, of benefit to me because I was born with it? Who cares what if they're born with it or not? Let's say they are born with it. That doesn't mean that it's inherently good or, or that they should continue in that. Maybe we should start thinking of it as some type of mental disability or something uh, something so, like that. You know, who knows? So maybe, maybe we ought to let Charlie Manson out of jail, huh? Maybe he was <laughs> yeah, born that way, right? He was way, born right? that way. Born that way. It. We should just encourage him to let, let him hang out with all the murderers and kill him. I mean, it's <laughs> it's foolishness. But that's, yeah. again, that's we've dropped the ball, haven't we? We yeah. have. The church has. We're the salt. And so we've allowed all this stuff to go on. Yeah, number one, yeah. I think, two, two reasons why. Yeah. I think, number one, uh, the misunderstanding of the goodness of God, right? Right. We want everybody to get saved. I understand. I do, too. But number two, and we could argue this back and forth. I don't get into arguments about it. Mm-hmm. But the idea that we're not going to be here much longer. Right. Now, I'm now I'm smart enough to look around and see something's, <laughs> something's happening. Yeah, There's yeah. something going on, right? Yeah. But for me to say, well, I'm not going to do anything about it because we're going to be out of here soon. Boy, that's a defeatist attitude, oh, yeah. you know? 
And I taught, I taught as a football coach, I always taught our guys, you play to the last, last whistle, man. Yeah. I don't care what the score is. You're playing hard to the end. So if you think we're going to be out of here in a year, the worst thing you can do is sit around and say, well, I'm not going to do anything about it. Yeah, exactly. Because they're, <laughs> right? Their lives are at stake. They're, in, in that time, let's say the Lord's return is three years away, Josh. Mm-hmm. Let's just say, throw that number out there. And so I decide, well, I've been an activist the whole time, but I think I'm going to take these last three years off and just kind of, you know, <laughs> go to the beach and, and wait it out because, you know, whatever. The Lord's not appointed me to the wrath. How many people's lives will be destroyed in that three-year period while I'm sitting on the beach, right? Yeah, exactly. So so if I believe that we're about to get out of here, well, I'll be redoubling my efforts. I'll be putting everything I have into it. So I say a lot of times our theology does not match our behavior. Oh, absolutely correct. Yeah. Right? If if somebody called you right now and said, hey, hey, uh, Josh, they just uh, set off a bomb, (laughs) right? Like for me, I'm near Columbus. Mm Mm-hmm. If they set off a nuclear bomb in Columbus, my phone would be ringing off the hook. People would be say, Coach, run for cover, right? Run for cover, run for cover. <laughs> yeah, we tell people that the end of the world's coming, and we don't even say run for cover. We don't even tell them, right? I mean, it's so stupid. It is, it's yeah. Hard. Yeah, because yeah, so we're, we, we're too worried about being disagreed with. And, right? and it's like, well, then how, how much could you really believe in it then if, you're, if that's your worry? Like, I'm not well, going to tell anybody a bomb went off because what if they don't believe me? Yeah, they don't so believe what? in bombs, don't, right? Yeah. They don't believe in bombs, right? Yeah, so we, exactly. So, so we, we live in a real fear-motivated culture. I'm going to throw this out there real real quickly because I, I think it matters. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what's going on with the coronavirus. I mean, none of us know. Right. But, brother, if you can't see that it has been fear-based, the entire thing fear-based, even, Josh, mm. from some people on our side, right? Oh, definitely, yeah. I, I learned from Russ Dizdar. You know Russ. Because mm-hmm. uh, Russ does a lot of crazy stuff, right? And I said, <laughs> yeah. Russ, man, don't you ever get scared? He said, are you kidding me? He said, I'm scared every time I go. But he said, Coach, I never forgot this. I'm in the Lord's hand. Mm-hmm. And they cannot touch me yep. without the approval of the Lord. Now, isn't that peace? Yeah. Peace? And you see, you see it in Rush when you when you talk to him too. I I just interviewed him the other day for an upcoming project, and uh, he told me the same exact thing in that interview. And he just has this this piece about him. I mean, he he talk he talks about uh, and researches and is involved in helping these people that have been through. I mean, the darkest stuff imaginable, the most evil, wretched stuff imaginable. But he still just has this this piece about him because he really lives what he believes, and I think more Christians need to follow that that example. Never leave you. Never forsake you, right? Go into all the world. Lo, I'm going to be with you always, even until the end of the age. That's our theology, but it doesn't match our behavior. And I think it doesn't because the enemy's, excuse me, greatest weapon, in my opinion, is fear. Yes. It's fear. God's not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And I, Josh, I do, I went to Hillary Clinton's house. Did you know that, Josh? Did no, you I know didn't. that? Yeah. That I, I went out at 15 Old House Lane. Uh, real quick story. I wanted to see her arrested. So I thought, well, somebody's going to, have to do something about it. I got in my car, drove eight hours, scared the whole time I was going out there. Because, you know, you know what happens to people who deal with the Clintons, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, everybody tells me, right? And I get mm-hmm. there and the secret service is there and all that kind of stuff. And I said, listen, man, uh, God has not given us a spirit of fear. And I'm going to go and I'm going to do it. And I'm going to trust that I'm dwelling under the secret place of the Most High and abiding under the shadow of the Almighty. Yep. And I went and did it. And once you walk through that, that's that's fear that that wall of fear once you get through that thing 
It ain't nothing, man. Yep. It ain't nothing, right? But that that prevents all of us from doing so many things. Fear of man. What are they going to say? Will I lose my job? Am I going to look like a fool? Yes, on all those things. Yes, <laughs> on all those things. Right? Jesus himself in the garden, what did he do? He begged his dad, in there another way? Can't you find somebody else to do this? Gotta be a better way, right? Right. And, and he went to his buddies and they were sleeping. Yeah. No, dick, go on the dudes. Please, somebody. And then finally what? He said, okay, I'll do it. Yeah. Nevertheless, your will, not my, I'll do it. Yeah. We all struggle with that, don't we? Oh, we yeah. all struggle. And we have to push through that veil of fear because it's not as scary on the other side as what we might think. That's all they can do is kill you. Yeah. All they can do is kill you. And the Lord says in, in Ecclesiastes 7, greater in the eyes of the Lord is the day of your death, death than the day of your birth. Did you know it says that? Ecclesiastes 7. What? And I'm afraid? Ah, come on, help me out here, Lord. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Amen. I, I I love that. The worst they can do is kill you. And if we're really serious yeah. about our faith, then we we can see that as the greatest thing that could happen to us. And uh, it's that, a release, man. Isn't it? it I mean, you, you you're out of this body. You're out of, wow, praise the Lord, right? I mean, <laughs> our, our mindset, man. Amen. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. The, the the church definitely needs a shift, and I, I'm so glad that there are people out there like like yourself that are that are leading that charge. And and I mean, you're you're inspiring people to do the same, which is great. You're welcome on the show anytime. I mean, you're definitely an inspiration to me. So uh, I I owe, you, I owe you a serious debt of gratitude, uh, unlike the right wing watchling. But <laughs> so thank you for well, that. You know, I, t- I, t- I hear from people a lot, uh-huh. Christians actually, and they say, "Oh, he's just a media hog. He just he just does stuff to get attention." No, Josh, no. <laughs> I go do stuff and attention comes. Yeah. You, you understand? Yeah. I don't sit around thinking. think. When I went to Hillary's, I didn't think, God, I wonder how many people will show. I wonder if I'm, will I make it on CNN? Or what? I, I don't think that way, right? Yeah. The Lord told me to go. Why? To have to expose the unfruitful works of darkness. Why is Hillary Clinton not in jail? Do you, you ever wonder that? Oh, all we the time, know, yeah. We, we know at least James Comey told us at least three felonies mm-hmm. that she committed right there at 15 Old House Lane. We know it. And what did he say? No reasonable prosecutor would indict. Well, I would. Yeah. So I said, where are the un- unreasonable prosecutors? She ought to be in jail. Now, I didn't go for the attention. Mm-hmm. I hoped somebody would pick it up, somebody bigger than me, and then it would become a movement. That's never my – hey, let me tell you something. Yeah. You don't want to live in my house the last two weeks. When oh, I was yeah. taking on the NFL, I'm telling you, this thing right here, you ever seen one of these, Josh? <laughs> it never stopped. It never stopped. It kept ringing. My email blowing up, and most of it not good stuff. You know what I'm saying? Oh, and yeah. so I'm sitting there saying, Lord, why, why me? <laughs> why don't you pick somebody else? I don't need this. My wife doesn't need this. I'm in a. I'm not. I'm not in. wasn't in a funk, but I was in a battle mode. You know what yeah. I'm talking about, bud? Absolutely. I was in a battle mode for about five days because the onslaught was coming, and I was intense, and I was. I'd been tough to live with, right? <laughs> but here I am. Two weeks later, we're through it. We'll mm-hmm. regroup, and we're going to come back on the out, on the other side of it, and we're going to continue to go to war. So, uh, the things I do, I don't do it. I don't want to sound super spiritual. I don't do it unless I hear from the Lord that I'm supposed to do it. Do it. Most times, it's crazy stuff, right? right. Stuff I'd never, I never. Why would I do that? Well, that's kind of what I do. Absolutely. I'm a firefighter, right? Yeah, absolutely. I'm still alive. I'm still, listen, listen to this one. Yeah. 
the FBI came to my house. Now, this was before I went to Hillary's. Oh, wow. I, I do my morning show, mm -hmm. and we get after it on the morning show. It's good. And uh, the FBI shows up because some they heard somebody told them that I had was inciting violence. They came to my house, Josh. The bl black limo, just like you see on TV, they pull it and, and they get, get out and they come up and they're sit, sitting on my front porch. And I'm thinking, this is so surreal. And they said, uh, people, uh, we, they're reading off the sheet of paper. You know, uh, uh, we've heard the reports that you guys are inciting violence. Oh, jeez. What? So I'm trying to prevent it, man. <laughs> You're trying to prevent it. And if somebody doesn't arrest Hillary and those guys up in that deep state, if there's not justice there, there's going to be violence. Yeah. I'm trying to prevent it, right? Right. So I go through about this 10-minute discussion with the FBI, and they left, and I never heard them, uh, never heard from them, uh, not recently. And then a week later, that's when I went to Chappaqua. Mm -hmm. I thought, well, I'm not, I'm not going to be intimidated by their, these guys. If, if their goal was to come and, come and try to intimidate me, I wanted to know it didn't work. Yeah. So that was... That was that was the impetus behind me be gone there and went back three times. Went to, we went marched in the parade, uh, the Memorial Day parade. They had she was in it and Bill was in it and Cuomo was in it. Very small town, Chappaqua, New York. And there we were standing our sign, holding our signs, lock her up, probe Hillary. <laughs> Remember Ben God? It was awesome, man. It was awesome. <laughs> we had about seventy people lining the parade route. Man, it, it was. I love doing this stuff, man. I just love it, you know. And I'm still alive. Yeah. Ain't <laughs> that alive, alive and getting more attention than ever? And I, I know that's not why you're doing it, but it's a good thing yeah. because when, when Christians watch that, they can get inspired too. And we, we need as many of, of you, like as many of that type of person out there as possible. It used to be what Christianity was all about. You know, it used to be pretty much all Christians were like that. But, you know, now, now there's, Just, there's so much weakness. Uh, did, yeah. Did, uh, you, read, you read the book of Acts, right? <laughs> right. A lot of people get losing their heads right there. Right? Yeah. <laughs> something going on. And all of a sudden we went from all Christians losing their heads to best life now. There's something wrong. Yeah. Something wrong. And we're, we're missing something here, part of it. I want my best life too. I mean, get me, I, I want it to be healthy, wealthy, and wise and peaceful. But brother, I, uh, I don't, Jesus said they hated me first. He said, they're going to hate you, buddy. Yep. Huh? He said, I'm the rock of offense. If you're <laughs> hanging out with me, <laughs> you got trouble coming your way. Huh? Blessed yep. are you when men shall revile you and persecute you and say all manner of evil against you falsely. On account of me, rejoice and be exceedingly glad, for great is your reward. That's Amen. in the Bible too, isn't it? Yeah, that, and, that's and, right. And we, and we want to avoid that at all costs. Give me that best life now, gospel, will you, Lord? <laughs> I'd rather live that one. <laughs> Yeah, I, I will. I will. I will gladly take my best life in the next life. That I, I don't that's want right. my best life. If this is my best life, then uh, I'm in trouble. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Enjoy it while you can, dude. Yeah, absolutely. Well, this has been a blast. Can you tell people your 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 website, your ministry, your show, where people can follow you? And and I'm telling all, all of my audience, if if you haven't heard of Coach Dave yet, go watch his show, listen to him, uh, follow him on online. Because if you like Daily Renegade, you're gonna love Coach Dave. And we 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 need to to absorb edgy. more content like edgy this. right josh yeah. edgy. we need some edgy christianity in this culture and society that we live in exactly. you can find me at coachdavelive.com i do a daily show it's archived there it's all free you can go there go there and but i gotta tell you something it's edgy okay mm -hmm. it's edgy we take the gospel 
and we hammer the gospel and we apply it to where we are in the culture and society. And we ask that very question, why do we read this and not do this? Can you explain that to me? And one of the themes that we have is there's a lot of things that you've been taught that simply are not true. And we're on a, as Rush would say, a relentless pursuit of the truth. Hey, Josh, if it's not true, I don't want to believe it, right? Exactly. And if it is true, I want to believe it. I just (laughs) want to know what the truth is. Because Jesus said, you shall know the truth. And the truth, if you know it, will set you free. So that's what our show's about, CoachDaveLive.com. And I appreciate the cross-pollinization there, bud. Oh, yeah, anytime. We'll have to have you back on again. I mean, I I could talk to you for hours. I feel like we just barely scratched the surface. But thank you so much for making the time. And on such short notice, too, for for the audience, I I just contacted uh, Coach Dave last night and asked if he could do it today, and he said yes. So uh, I know you're Hey, Josh, just so you know this. I appreciate it. My phone's laying by my bed. I had one eye open, brother. You got me just at the right time. <laughs> I, about, I get up and do my show early. I do an early morning show. It starts at 7 in the morning. So I'm up about 5. So, so if it's 9 o'clock, brother, it's midnight at my house. You get it? <laughs> Understandable. Well, I really appreciate it. And, yeah, we'll have to do this again. This was a lot of fun. Yeah, I enjoyed it, brother. Thanks a lot. All right. See you later. Amen. All right. Hope you enjoyed that. Coach Dave is great. You know, I, I really do wish there were more uh, – uh, strong Christian leaders out there, you, you know, and, and say what you will about him. I, I've, I've heard some Christians say that, you know, coach Dave's a little too extreme for them. Well, look, I, w- I would rather have somebody that's a little too extreme than somebody who's a lot too weak. <laughs> is that, is that the right way to say it? A lot too weak. Um, but you know what I mean? I mean, there's so, there's so many people in Christian leadership today that, they're pushovers. They're, they're they're just weak. And look what they've done to the church. Look at the church they've created. This is this is not the church of the first century. You, you know, I mean, it's this is not the Acts church, and uh, it, it's become extremely flimsy. And and you know, like Coach Dave said, he's a fire starter. We need we we need some fire starters, even if they're a little on the extreme side, uh, because we have a big deficit. Uh, to make up for here, we have a big deficit of 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 strength. You know, there's just not, there's not as much strength, and because of that deficit, we got a lot to make up for. So we need we need people like Coach Dave. Um, so uh, keep Coach in prayer. Keep me in prayer, please, and and keep Daily Renegade in prayer uh, all around. Uh, thank you so much for being a member and for joining us on yet again another Peck Report. Until next time, take care. God bless. <laughs>